0: My name is Tony, and I was in a cult for over a decade. And my name is Lindsay, and my sister was in a cult for over a decade. And now I'm out. Lindsay and my family helped get me out, and we have created a podcast. Playing in Traffic. We interview survivors of the Wimscog. We cover topics of healing and topics of all things about cults. So tune in, like, subscribe, whatever all that means, and enjoy the process of deconstruction. Welcome to Playing in Traffic. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Playing in Traffic. We just wanted to pop on, guys, and introduce our guest today. I am so excited for this episode. Okay. Today, you guys, we have the host of the podcast, The Cannabis Connoisseur, hosted by Ryan Chavez and Jack Stone, and I i just want to tell you guys how excited I am because when I first came out of the cult, I, as you guys know my story, I suffered from a lot of PTSD, a lot of anxiety, migraines insomnia, nightmares, and I was using cannabis to help me manage and it was helping. And I came across this podcast, The Cannabis Connoisseur, and they had these amazing episodes how to use, and and it was about how to use cannabis um, medicinally. So they had episodes, um, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for PTSD, cannabis for migraines, cannabis for weight loss, all these fascinating um, topics. And it was really interesting and it was really helpful to me in my journey. And so I reached out to them. We reached out to them and they agreed to come on and speak with us because they also wanted to, you know, help our cult survivor community. So um, they came on and we had a really, really in-depth, interesting conversation about cannabis and PTSD. Yes. Tony, was very excited. She said, Lindsay, we have actual real celebrities on our show this week. Real celebrities. And you guys, this is the end of our season two. We wanted to end our season with this amazing interview. And, um, you know, we just really want to thank all the beautiful people that we have met along the way. I just, I really wanted to do this episode because cannabis has helped me in my journey. And I really feel so passionate, really like deeply passionate right now about helping others. And I just want to say like, when I came out of the cult, I was really scared because I felt really lonely and scared because you're leaving a big community. And I didn't really have anybody. But now as you know, we're doing the podcast and meeting other people and connecting with other people, we're building this really beautiful community of people. And it's like, we're building these relationships that are deeper than anything that we could have ever had in the cult. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, like The love that you wanted out of the cult, but like for real. With the, right. the same people, but like genuine. Because there's no yeah. ulterior motive of like, I'm going to go get my spot in heaven. And like you don't feel like they're going to turn your their back on you at any minute, you know? So we're like building these genuine friendships with these beautiful people who are... Um, survivors and they have been through so much and they, you know, they're so beautiful and talented and funny and I'm just so lucky to get to know all of them. Anyway, my point don't is scared. don't be scared. And there's a lot of people that have reached out to us and um, you know, we're just so excited to build the community of survivors and to help the community. And um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. You guys are, are um, yeah. Anyway, this podcast is for you. This is our love letter to you. And we cannot wait to see all the amazing things that you do in your life. Yeah, it's it's very beautiful. Yeah. We have um a few little updates. We have how many countries are listening? We have 15 countries. We added Romania. Oh, 16 countries. We added Romania and Netherlands this week. Yeah. Just this week, we added two new countries. So the In the Netherlands and Romania, are listening to our podcast. hi, London. guys. Hi, world out there. Hi. If you're in those countries, we can see you and we love you. Yeah. We're and sending our, sending our healing, healing vibes. What the heck we up to? I think a lot of the people in the cult right now and other cults all over the world, people are feeling a lot of anxiety with things that are happening in Russia and Ukraine and all over the world it's triggering. It's honestly triggering and it's creating a lot of anxiety symptoms. So this episode is so important right now. I hope that you guys really find it helpful. Um, today's Ash Wednesday and I just saw, um, you know, somebody walking around with the thing on their head and it just took me back to the cult days because this was a day that was like so scary to us to walk around and see everybody with a cross on their forehead. It was like super freaky. And, um, it would be very awkward when we would go preaching. And yeah, it was like literally scary to us. We thought that it was like evil spirits walking around with idols on their foreheads. So I thought that was funny. It's always shocking to, for me to see, you know, when Ash Wednesday comes. Yeah, I think. Me too. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even in a cult. Yeah. So um, another thing that I just want to mention, you guys, I've been obsessed with Kanye because there's a Netflix documentary and you guys have got to watch it. It's really good and it's really inspiring for anybody who grew up at the time that I did. um, It's a. Uh, it's an amazing documentary because he's such a narcissist that he started recording himself in the 90s in the early 2000s. And so you really get to see hip hop and the you know, the musical industry at that time in a way that we've really never been able to see. So you get to see like a young Ludacris and Pharrell and Jay-Z and it's just really amazing. So anyway, anybody interested, check that out. It's extremely ex- inspiring to see somebody who went through those things who and somebody who's also a genius at what he does. I'm really inspired by people like that. Anything else you wanna mention, Lindsay? Yeah, um, we just had that one connection story. Yeah, I'll we've been this, able to connect people. I'll do this as as vaguely to protect everybody's identity, but we had um, somebody that we were talking with who recently left, and then was also catching up on the episodes. and while listening, realized that one of the, one of the people on one of our interviews was somebody that they knew and had had an interaction with at one point, like totally random. Never, none of us have all ever met each other, like had already been chatting with this person before. So that was very, like, it felt very like kismet. (laughs) Right. So that was cool. It was cool to see that, like, Universal connection, or what? Yeah, is. and I think there's a reason why cults don't want you to um speak with each other when you leave. There's a reason why they try to disconnect you because I'm finding out that one one of the most helpful things in leaving the cult has been building a community of survivors and have somebody to talk with and, and have people to laugh with. Realizing how systemic, how how um good? Kind of thought out their practices were because you guys all were having these individual experiences thinking like, what, why am I feeling this way? Why am I? But like, you guys were all having such similar experiences. And so it's easier to see like, oh, this was done on purpose. It was right. like all over the world. Experience all over the country even in shin chunji um shout out to jordan from great light studios he recently did an interview with uh, chris who is a former member of shin chunji and it was fascinating and i encourage everybody to go check it out um but yeah all the cults sort of have this these same types of tactics and then when you see it and you talk about it and you have somebody who understands and sort of gets these inside jokes it's really helpful and healing so yeah. um Yes, but another thing that is helpful in healing is cannabis. <laughs> so I hope that you guys really enjoy this episode. Have an open mind, um, and and I hope that you all really give it a nice listen. Will you do like a one more introduction to their the name of their podcast? And yeah, so the name of their podcast is the Cannabis Connoisseur. It's Ryan Chavez and Jack Stone. Um, you can check them out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And it says that they are two cannabis enthusiasts who discuss the medical and other positive benefits of cannabis. And they have so many really interesting episodes. Um, I can read some out. Cannabis and motivation, cannabis and the endocannabinoid system, cannabis for pain, cannabis and topical creams, cannabis for a stress-free holiday, cannabis and CBC, CBD and women's health, cannabis and PTSD, cannabis for weight loss. I mean, they just go in depth about how cannabis can use for cannabis can be used for very specific things. And it's not how you would typically imagine. So it's going to be really good. Yeah. It was a fun interview. It was a really fun interview. Thank you guys for, for uh, joining us and we are excited for a new season coming up soon. Oh, we have one more really exciting announcement. Yeah. We're taking a a mini tiny little break to get organized because next week Tony and I are both gonna be on the Cult Vault podcast. Yeah. We are gonna actually be guests on another podcast it called the so- Vault. That's gonna be so crazy. So we'll keep you updated on that. Yeah, and that's gonna be exciting. Check out that podcast, the Cult Vault Podcast is so good. You like survivors. Waltz this is about all of the cults ever there's so many she interviews so many survivors of various um, high demand groups and it's very in-depth and very interesting so we're going to speak with her soon and we have so many exciting interviews coming up so you guys stay tuned stay healthy stay high Welcome to Playing in Traffic. This is our disclaimer song. This is our disclaimer song. It's our opinion. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. If you didn't want us to make a podcast about you, then you probably shouldn't have started a religion where you brainwashed people and separated them from your family, so it's kind of your fault. But don't sue us. Don't sue us. So don't do it. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. It's yeah. so funny to hear your voices and see your faces. Uh, you know, oh, when okay. you do a podcast, yeah. it's like you just hear their voice a lot. Um, I'm I am me I'm the one that was in the cult. And then this is Lindsay. She's uh, the little sister. She's I'm just no longer actually. I was like, like, let's do a podcast and she Oh like, awesome.
1: So so you guys are <laughs> sisters and yeah. We are. Oh, cool. Okay, and Tony, you were in the cult, uh, but Lindsay, you were not in the cult? Is that? Yeah.
0: I was just kind of like researching and following her around for like twelve years. Yeah, I was in. Oh, wow. Okay. I was a the leader there. <laughs> you're in a cult. You're in a cult. And she was like, leave me alone. So we had a little that's... conflict, and uh, so that's what our podcast is about. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I I um I listened to the one <clears throat> where um you left the cult. Yeah. And that was um, I just think. I think it's a really interesting, so, so I don't personally have a deep religious background, like, or spiritual, spiritual, I guess, maybe not like religious from the traditional sense that I'm thinking that you would be maybe talking a little bit more about, but, um, uh, I think it's, I know a lot of people that are in this, in that space. And I just think it's a very interesting, like, like situation overall. And I, I don't like, it's not, again, it's nothing that I've experienced myself, but I really analyze it a lot because <laughs> I know a lot of people that are close to me and uh, that are are kind of, you know, definitely in that space. And and I feel like there's a lot of, um there's like a lot of struggle that goes back and forth emotionally for sure. Um, yeah, very interesting. So I, I, I really appreciate, you know, your your perspective and, and where you're yeah. coming from. And thank you for, yeah. for, you know, for listening to us as well. And, I was telling
0: Jack, um, when I first came out, your podcast was one of the first ones that I ever listened to. And I was um, already using cannabis. Okay. You know, but I was feeling a lot of shame about it Mm. because, you know, all that religious stuff and indoctrination. Right. But by listening to your episodes, I was, like, able to feel better about it and understand why it was helping me. Because I knew it was helping me. I just yeah. didn't really understand why. And I was having a lot of migraines and a lot of, like, neurological symptoms when I came out. And you mm. guys that episode about migraines, about cannabis. Oh,
2: that was a good one.
0: So good.
2: Oh, I remember that's you gave
0: specific strains and everything. Mm. Like, that one was really helpful. So thank you guys for doing that.
1: Oh, Yeah. Of course. well that that just makes me so happy that like the like the only reason we do this stuff is literally for like that and we haven't tried to do it for really anything other than that there hasn't been any goals so it makes me feel really good to know that like you guys have been helped by this and so thank you for sharing yeah. that i really appreciate it i was <laughs> so.
0: very excited that you guys agreed to come on she's like these are like real celebrities yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you have to, you have to tell my wife that. So.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. You guys
0: are the host of Cannabis Connoisseur. How long have you guys been doing it for? God.
2: 2019, I think. Actually, February of 2019.
0: So. Was it around the time of COVID? Because I feel like that was around the time that I started listening.
1: No, so it was like we started doing it. Um, February 2019.
2: I, when we recorded our first yeah. one.
1: Yeah, so it was yeah, like it a year before. It was right. just a year before. COVID was March of 2020. I'll never forget when COVID hit because it was the week I also quit my job for like 11 years. <laughs> so, so it was like, yeah, it was, um, uh, yeah. So it was March, it was uh, February of 2019 and we started it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It was, uh, it, and, and, and the funny thing is when we started it, we actually had to kind of disguise bit of who we are just because of we were really concerned about the stigmas yeah you know just so so it's like you know we we worked for a conservative company and so like it's that when it came out it was just a whole different story than today whereas now it's much more accepted it's now been legalized in new york state and it's like Mm -hmm. now just that's
0: right it wasn't legal then
1: was it no no it wasn't so It was funny. Some of our episodes were were talking about like this really like cool stuff that we know that people in like Colorado and California have had for years already. Right. But it's like for us New Yorkers, it was, yeah, now I think we're probably on the, the more progressive side of the cannabis coin. But yeah, for us New Yorkers at the time, it was a big deal. Wow, that's so exciting!
0: And you guys really one of the like when you look up the cannabis podcast, you guys are like you know one of the top ones. And and I went to your website and I loved how you said that you're not a stoner show. I was thinking about that even before I looked on your website. I was like, you know, when people think about a cannabis podcast, you know, you know they think about like, you know, just the like. The stigma, the stereotypes, 420, you know, stoner, mm-hmm. uh, and there are podcasts like that, and they're funny, you know, whatever, but yours is really, like, you know, more medical and more information, and I really, really love that about, about your podcast, so yeah. I encourage all of our listeners to go check it out. Thank yeah, you. It's really, really good.
2: Thank you.
1: And, and yeah, you know, I, um, that's, thank you for bringing that up and acknowledging that, um I I just noticed that when actually Jack actually noticed this. I, I shouldn't take I'm not taking credit for this. Jack actually should take credit for this. We um we were just, you know, I would I would just start seeing the benefits of cannabis and just what it could do for me to optimize my day-to-day performance. And mm-hmm. I would just I would get so excited about it, I would start telling everybody and, and Jack. Uh, came up with the ingenious idea that, hey, instead of just, you know, blabbering at the mouth, everybody that you see, why don't you just put that out in the airwaves? And why don't we do a show? So
0: That's kind <laughs> of how we were too. We're yeah. talking about colds and mind control. We're like, you know, we can maybe help some people by talking about it publicly, you know, mm-hmm. even yes. though even though we, we were sort of in the same situation where we kind of had to hide ourselves a little bit because, you know, we're worried about some backlash or something like sure. that. But. But it feels really good to be open. Don't you think it feels good to be open about something a little bit controversial because you are helping people. It's like, we're talking about things that normal people are a little bit scared to talk about openly.
2: Yes. And
0: by us speaking, maybe it gives them a little bit of courage. That's what I'm hoping.
2: Oh yeah. Nailed it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm so sorry.
1: (laughs) No, I was just going to say, I I totally agree with that. I, I think, I think, um, I, that's like one of my favorite parts about being able to do this now is that I don't feel like, I do feel like we're doing something like, like you guys case in point, right? Like, like the whole purpose as to why we do this is to only spread goodness and to help people better themselves. And it did feel really strange that I felt a little, you know, like vilified in the beginning, like, right. (laughs) Like, like for, for doing something I felt was really good for other people and it was good for me and myself. So yeah, I, I, I agree. That's a really interesting point you bring up there.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like yeah. a freeing feeling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. What uh what do you got there? Is that what with uh is the indicus sativa? Do you know the strain at all? It
0: is. is. I bought it yesterday. I think it's jungle cake. Ah. Oh.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, is that like a wedding I, cake thing, right?
0: Oh, you know, I discovered that I like the cake strains.
1: Yeah. I yeah. Just that...
0: Didn't discover that. I work in the industry and so I'm able to sort of like, you know, be you exposed do? to different things. And so that's also, you know, been part of the healing process. and, for you. like you said, just kind of becoming more public with my family and my friends that this is something that is helping me. Mm-hmm. And it's not making me lazy and sit no. on the couch and abandon my family, you know, mm-hmm. make me more productive. It's helping me with my anxiety and helping me manage all these symptoms that i've I've had, you know, from this trauma. And we should be proud about that and we should spread that because a lot of the listeners are cult survivors. And that was why I really wanted to have you guys on because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're nervous. They might be nervous to try it or they don't even know where to start. That's me. (laughs) I used to smoke in like high school, early 20s. And I get like so anxious when I do it. So I haven't even tried. I had my son, it's been like five years since I've tried to smoke. Because okay. I've done it, I've had like a panic attack where I'm like, I can't feel yeah. my heart. And then I just stopped doing it because I was like, Well, I'm not gonna try it if I'm gonna accidentally have a panic attack. But Tony's like, ask up questions today. <laughs> I'm just yeah. poker to like ask for your suggestions of if I were to like try it for
1: Yeah. I totally um I love getting asked that question. Uh Jack, I know we both get love getting asked that question. I yeah. I um I I so like one thing that's really interesting for me is that I, I had a friend in the past that told me that like they were they would use cannabis very very often and then they stopped and one of the reasons that they stopped they told me when I was like be- just kind of getting into cannabis was because of the anxiety that it gave them and for me like that just like I was like wait a minute why have I heard things that have we've talked, we've heard about cannabis being good for anxiety and helping with anxiety. So right. why am I also hearing the opposite of this? And so it just made me dive in a lot more and like want to learn more about it. Um, if you're prone to anxiety, the, the number one thing that we always talk about on the show is like use flour if you want. I think flour is fantastic and I vaporize it like this with this uh, Dynavap thing all the time. Um, but I use a high CBD strain like often in the morning yeah. and. I don't know, like, like, and, and I also use CBG. So, like, sometimes CBD for oh, people... Oh, I've tried
0: that, actually. Was that uh, what we bought? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's really interesting. Like, CBD, I feel like sometimes can be a little too, like, calming. And sometimes you need a little edge, right? You have to be... You got to have that, like, little edge. CBG kind of keeps you on higher alert, I feel like, and allows you to just kind of hone in and, and kind of has a little bit more of, like, a coffee feel, I think, okay. where CBD is... I often like to use it like at the end of the day where I'm just kind of like winding down. Um, and I will add THC. So I'll add like a little CBD nug. And a, what I do in the morning is I add one little CBD nug, one little CBG nug, and one little THC nug, mix them all together. And then I throw it in this little guy. And then I get like a nice little morning like blend every yeah. single time. That's cool. Yeah.
2: yeah. So that's,
1: I would do that. I would do high CBD. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That strain you're smoking now, that's uh, um, Jungle Cakes got some CBG in it. It's high energy. Um, it's got 19% THC. It's got 1% CBG and myrcene. So that's a, that's a really good uplifting strain you got there.
0: So can I ask you, while you mentioned myrcene, so is that a terpene? Would you yeah. guys mind just, I know um, if you guys go to their, um, their podcast, they have many episodes about terpenes and endocannabinoid system and a lot of really good information. Can you just give like a quick little recap of what a terpene is?
1: Yeah. Is yeah, baby. totally. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so. I, I love I love terpenes. Yeah, thanks for asking. Um <laughs> when everyone talks about cannabis, uh, they always talk about THC and CBD. Those are like the things that you always hear about. Um I, I I like to kind of think of like terpenes as the content of the show that you're watching. So like think about like you're watching a TV show. You have two TVs next to each other and you have like C-SPAN on one TV, and then you have mad max on the other tv right um like those are two different contents of shows right so if like you turn the volume up on c-span that's kind of like adding a bunch of thc you're going to get one specific experience experience from that show right like no matter what happens if you turn up mad max all the way like you're going to see all this like new stimuli you're going to be hearing things you're going to feeling the booms and everything so like it's kind of like when you add thc it's like turning up that experience but the experience is going to change based on the content of what you're putting on the screen, right? So terpenes, I kind of view as like, what what road do you want to take? What what type of journey do you want? Do you want to have like the bedtime journey where you're going to sleep? Do you want to have the social journey? Do you want to get up and go for a run? What what do you want to feel when you're using cannabis? And so terpenes kind of put you like, you can have CBD flower that is you know, that's going to be indica leaning, that's going to make you a little more relaxed, but because there's not a lot of THC in it, you're not going to get completely like, you know, just like leveled if you do something like that. And then you have like the same thing. You have like sativa flower, which is the same thing. Like you, um, if you have like lower CBD, you're not going to feel it that much, but when you add THC, you're going to start feeling those effects more. So terpenes, myrcene, limonene, terpenoline um I asamine mean, like these are all like there's so many of them that we have available to us um that do different things so myrcene, for example is one of the most common terpenes in cannabis and that will give you the feeling of being a little bit more sedated and a little bit more relaxed and like that's what people go for often when they utilize cannabis um, I really like, like the, like the pinene, like, like type of stuff where it's, it's more like, and I like lemonene too, where it's more like focusing and it, it, it kind of like sharpens you up a little bit. And so when I'm looking at flour uh, or if I'm looking at like, like mixing flowers right in my grinder, I'm often looking to see what terpenes I'm mixing and how much THC is going to be in there. So I can kind of figure out what effects I can be expecting from that experience. So terpenes are huge. It's everything about: Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be sleepy? Not sad, because no one's ever sad. Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be like sleepy? Do you want to be less anxious? There's all types of different like ways right. you. Can
0: so are the it. terpenes... Yeah. um terpenes are what will give the flower the smell, right? The different. Yeah, of totally. Smell. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, yeah. It's like you do some lemon haze. It's gonna smell just like lemons when you, right. when you smell it. So yeah, it's cool.
0: This is just a personal question that I've always wondered. There are certain strains like Jack Herer. When yeah. I smell oh. it. I literally like, I call it a brain orgasm, (laughs) but it's like where my (laughs) eyes water, like I just get this, just by smelling it, I get this sudden uplift, this Mm. energy, just by smelling it. And I'm wondering, is that from the terpenes, would you say?
1: Yeah, so like, I feel like that is a lot of like, so like when you, your sense of smell is so, it's such a powerful like sense, right? And, And what it does, is it your, your sense of smell like holds on to memories also and it like kind of like in. yeah so like so like when you smell something like you'll immediately be drawn back often if it's a strong enough like scent that's attached to like an experience you'll be drawn back to that experience so if you're like smoking jack Herrera and you love it right and and it's just something that really is enjoyable for you yeah when you open that and you just throw your nose in there for the first time like I do that every single time I open a bag, Like every <laughs> single time I, that's the first thing I open I go, like that. And I'm just like, and I'm like, yeah, or, or it's like something totally new. And I'm like, oh, wow. Right. Yeah. And then
0: it's resting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like that smell will indicate your, so you're right. Like the smell, if you like the smell, mm-hmm. um, it'll kind of indicate to you like, all right, I think I'm going to like this strain.
0: It's also. almost like your body craves certain strains and it's like your body yeah. knows what you need. Yeah. So, encourage you if, if you guys are um a little bit like overwhelmed if you go to your local dispensary they will help you and you can ask to smell things even during COVID our bud tenders are so cool and they let us smell things and they and you'll feel like um just a little bit of an instinct like what mm-hmm. what what smells good what doesn't and to try different things
1: yeah and, and I think you make such a good point like <laughs> every person needs like different things and and, and so like I think it's really important when we're thinking about cannabis to think about it as a very individualistic experience, right? Um, And that means like not what you need on a permanent basis, but also what it means on like a day by day basis, a, a, like a half a day by day basis, right? Hour like, by hour,
2: the, yeah. Yeah,
1: hour by hour, right? like like in the morning you need like one thing, and at night, like if I put my nose inside a bag of brand new Jacker, I'm like, I don't really want this right mm-hmm. now. Give me some Kush, right? Or some like purple, something purple, right? And and so okay. you start your body like kind of craves those different things, just like how your body craves water and hydration first thing in the morning. Right. So I think there's, I really feel like there's no difference between like that, like basic necessities that your body needs, like water and food and vitamins, like in your body crying out for those things and why you get cravings for certain things. Very similar to cannabis as well. Like I know when I need CBD, I'm feeling like too wired up and i'm gonna get anxious and start getting a little you know like like crabby throw me some cbd right and and so like or vice versa i need some gas right give me some jack right. Herrera. i need to sleep give me some granddaddy purple all depends on what you need Yeah.
0: so speaking of strains um can i ask you so a lot of the listeners are experiencing trauma symptoms so um like ptsd symptoms and there's actually a specific trauma religious trauma syndrome and I want to read you guys some of the um, symptoms that you know some of them go through. Um, some they confusing thoughts, inability to think straight, um, inability to trust people, depression, anxiety, trouble sleeping, um, all these things, trouble um, in their social, like social anxiety. And feeling lonely, and it's sort of the same symptoms as just, you know, PTSD. Um, headaches, dizziness, chest pains, stomach aches. I'm sure you guys are, are familiar. And you guys did a whole episode about PTSD and cannabis. Um, do you have any recommendations? And maybe can you explain um, in your experience or in what you've observed how cannabis has helped people with with these types of symptoms?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so, so, so PTSD, um, and Jack, I, I know you and I were both doing this episode. I think it was a, a bit ago. Um, yeah, and this, I, I know we we were both talking about this recently. Um, so PTSD is, uh, is, is really interesting because what ends up happening, what they found in PTSD when they were doing studies is that there's, um, your body makes an endocannabinoid called anandamide. And what ends up happening in in subjects with PTSD or or, or victims, I should say, is they end up um, having less of anandamide. So what anandamide actually does is it's your natural endocannabinoid that plugs into your CB1 receptor to allow your body to to balance, right? So when your body's out of whack, your endocannabinoid system is what plugs into these. Your your body. Ha- cannabinoids or endocannabinoids plug into your endocannabinoid system, the lock and key model to bring your body back into balance, right? And so when your body doesn't have a lot of anandamide, that's what's going to start happening, you're going to start being imbalanced, you're going to have mood swings, you're not going to feel as well, hormonally, you're going to be off. And so what they found pretty simply is that, um, you know, THC is a perfect lock and key model for that CB1 receptor, right? And so um, that's one way you can really assist. But if you want long-term, more sustainable assistance, CBD actually helps create the production of more anandamide inside of your body naturally. So you can kind of hit like both on, that's why a one-to-one ratio is so effective a lot of the times, right? Because you're hitting it immediately, but you're also hitting it from a more sustainable level. Your body's creating it internally, what you need. So um, I, you know, that's why in the beginning, it may be really good to have like a one to one type of ratio where you're getting a little bit of both. But really, I think the biggest thing for PTSD is kind of weaning off of um, the THC eventually. And and using more and not weaning off like it's a bad thing, but like just using more of CBD if that's a long term need that you're gonna have because it's so entrenched in anxiety and mm-hmm. stress and and so much of what you have to be curing is that part of the ailment that CBD just becomes the most effective portion of the plant that you want to be utilizing. Um, so so I would say that and then what THC actually does is assist with removing uh, memory and and in the sense of dreams, right? Like so. <laughs> If um, that type, like, it's actually really effective. Sometimes people, when they use cannabis, they don't remember things, which sometimes in the stoner mindset is, or um, stereotype is something that we don't want to be perceived as, right? We don't want to be perceived right. as somebody that can't remember things. However, if you're somebody that needs to forget something that's really right. detrimental for you, that could be really important that you forget those things, right? right. And and you soften that type of stuff up. It so sort of,
0: like, stops those thought patterns because you can sit exactly. there and you can remember, like, Oh my god, I'm going to hell. Oh my god, I'm going to hell. Oh my god, I'm going to hell. Right. But it use cannabis and it sort of stops that thought pattern in its place, you know? And then maybe creates some new patterns. It's sort yes. of my personal experience. I don't know. Yes.
1: Absolutely. It's totally like and and um I think what happens in PTSD is you got to get caught up in these repetitive like mm-hmm. like urges, right? And and it, you almost have no control over it. And and so I think, you know, I, I will never say that I've had an extreme form of it, but I've had forms of it that I feel like um, from a social aspect, right? Like I've lost a job and like, you know, 10, 15, and like you get that PTSD type of like feeling where like something will happen and you just get triggered, right? And you more easily get triggered and that can bring on panic attacks. And it's like, so, so what ends up happening is I think with cannabis use is that when you start feeling those triggers when you when you see those triggers um, in your daily life moving forward cannabis kind of takes away that knee jerk reaction of what you normally how of how you would normally be reacting to a situation like that so cannabis like you you'll have the situation you'll see the trigger and cannabis just kind of just makes you sit back right and before you think anything before you you start the sweats and your your heart starts like beating it just it stops it all it says do you really you know do you really have to do that (laughs) usually the answer is no right Right. so yeah yeah Yeah. that's my Uh, experience with it for sure do you
0: guys have any specific recommendations um any, just off the top of your head, maybe some certain strains, or would you re- have a certain recommendation of how people can start to maybe, you know, dabble into this? Would you recommend edibles? Would you recommend tinctures? Would you recommend mm-hmm. flour?
1: Jack, have- what are your thoughts? And
0: I know this is just recommendations, you know, we're not yeah. doctors or anything like that, but from our... I,
1: Jack's, Jack, Jack knows this stuff now. <laughs> oh,
0: cool. I,
2: I, I like, I love edibles. He's doctor. I love Edibles, all that stuff, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's different. Obviously, you know, the there's different things the 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 oils some people feel uncomfortable you know smoking the uh the vape pens because the oils the carcinogens things like that so maybe that's not the best route for you tinctures are great uh you know vapes can be good vapes are more for quick hits so if you're trying to do something real quick that's pretty much the reason why people do the vapes get that like that real fast um you know trying to calm down um with the edible, you're, you're you know, you're you're consuming something. So you're not dealing, you know, your lungs aren't, you know, going through anything. It's just it's going right through your digestive system. It, that takes time though. It could take, you know, twenty minutes to forty five minutes to really feel start feeling those effects. Tinctures are, are a little um are a little faster moving. You're dropping little drops of oil uh in, in underneath your tongue. So the glands there, like uh, you know, they're 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 taking in that THC, that CBD, which is a little bit faster than a, like an edible. Um, so those are, I mean, those are, and then obviously you got capsules. Same thing as pretty much same thing as edibles, um, just a little faster to break down, not surrounded by food. But uh, yeah, so I think that um, for for I mean, everybody's different. It's it's what your 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 liking is, and and strain that works best for you, but. Um, Those are the ways that you know the the main ways people typically consume. And then obviously, you know, with smoking, not just the oils, there's the there's the flour and some people like that natural effects of that. Like you know, it's because you'll uh,
0: feel an immediate high with that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: right? Exactly. Well,
0: what would you recommend for somebody to start, like a dose? What dose would you recommend starting with an edible and a tincture? Because people maybe not won't know that.
1: Yeah. So so like I think it's. um so, if you're taking an edible, uh, the the starting dose, um, I, the highest starting dose I've ever seen is 10 milligrams. I think if you're using CBD, that's fine. Like, I mean, you just can't, like, I've never seen it. I don't think anybody's ever seen anybody overdose on CBD. So <laughs> that's yeah. fine. Um, I think if you're going to do like a one to one ratio, I would start with like a five milligram total, two and a yeah. half milligram, two and a half milligram, um, just so like you kind of get a, a feel and you're never going to be too much, right? Um, and tinctures are cool because tinctures, you can really like, you know, it, the, the directions will say take a full dropper, which is, I don't know, 10 milligrams, but you can take half if you want to start. And, and like Jack was saying, those oral mucosal glands will just suck that stuff right in and you'll feel it pretty quickly. And so I, I actually think if you have a choice, my personal favorite, if you're cool with smoking or vaping, right? um I th- my doctor actually told me that vaporizing this is my favorite that my vaporizing is the best thing you can do the flower the whole flower and so when he told me that I'm like all right you're a cool doctor it was the first time I met him <laughs> and so I'm like and not just because you agree with everything but it's like you know looking at the real thing like you know real science right um and he actually told me to smoke but I told him that I vaporize using these Dynavaps uh, that we've been using um from Dynavap which is really cool uh and uh, and so he really agreed with that. But I think if you're using an edible, a tincture, I think those are way more approachable for people, and they're not as like like for the masses. Like I'm, my dad is never gonna pick one of these things up and start right. using it. But
0: I get one. Like I'm, edible. I love your guys' episodes about yeah. about the vaporizing. This is true, guys. Oh, yeah. I forget that I actually I, I use a CBD tincture at night. Oh, oh cool. yeah. And I just kind yeah. of forgot that I do that because. Because when you use CBD, yeah. you don't feel a lot of um, psychological no. effects that people would expect, no. and that's like, something good to say. Like, I don't, I don't participate at uh, all. So <laughs> I'm happy, like, wait, every single night I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, <laughs> and,
0: and that's what well, it. Doesn't it makes me feel weird. And it, and is it CBD? Would uh, doesn't eliminate your dreams because my dreams are really beautiful, and I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's actually, CBD actually um, is really good for people to act out their dreams. Like oh, they, they, you know, they act them out and they, you know, sleepwalk. It's yeah. good to like chill you out and to just get you back into bed. So um, yeah, like I would say it makes a lot of sense if you're only having very pleasant dreams with CBD, I would 100%. But
0: it's interesting because a lot of the um, survivors, they experience nightmares. They experience so many nightmares. So. You know, this is very helpful. It seems a yeah. recurring thing with them is... Um,
1: the nightmares? Yeah, so... It, it's just that, I think it's that, it seems to be that anxiety that's carrying into like, like what am, what am I not doing right? What am I not doing right? And then you go to sleep thinking that. And how are you not going to like, like there's no way. I think it's so important before you go to sleep to have a healthy practice before bed to help you, you know, drain right. some of that out. That um, makes, yeah. So So THC would really help with, you know, that type of severe cr- or acute, you know, nightmares, I would say for sure.
0: We chose a kind of scary book for our book club this, this month on our podcast. So I've been falling asleep reading this, like, kind of scary book. And so oh, yeah? I'm dreams <laughs> and having because i fall asleep reading every night so i usually oh. like, start dreaming about whatever i'm reading about
1: that's good yeah there, there you go yeah, yeah 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 as long as it's right as long as it's good yeah. but it's
0: a scary book so it's not, know, it's it's not. Not. Yeah. yeah
1: well i would change I'm that speaking read to, that today
0: um, do you, have you guys ever come across any type of religious um stereotypes or stigmas or pushback even on your podcast anything like that it makes me think of like devil's lettuce you know in the old days that's what they called yeah. it yeah and so there is, there's been stereotypes, you know, for hundreds of years, which is why people are afraid to go into the dispensary, oh. and it is overwhelming, and it's not natural for us to talk about these things. But it is such a natural plant, and our body is created to, to work together with it in so many different ways. So, um, I don't know, have you guys come across any stereotypes like that?
1: N- not on, not on our show, because no. I, I feel like. Um, You know, my goal, the goal of like our show is to bring everybody like towards cannabis and to show the benefits for everybody. Um, and that, you know, you can, that takes a person to like, want to learn about cannabis. And so everybody that I think is typically listening to us is curious. Right. And so that's why we say it's always a show for the curious consumer. Right. Um, so we don't have, I haven't experienced people from that world, you know, any type of commentary or anything like that. However, I I know for sure what, you know, what you're kind of mentioning here in regards to the stigma that goes along with cannabis yeah. and in and that space. And, and you're absolutely correct. I, I, I think... I would love, and I think at some point we'll get there, and I've, I've mentioned this a few times in the show, when, when cannabis, the conversation around it can be as interesting as, as having conversation about water and the benefits of water, then like, I feel like then we'll be at the place we want to be at, and, and right now we're just not there, but as soon as we get to that point where everyone just knows cannabis is like a multivitamin, then I think we're going to start seeing more um, participation from that group as well. And I would hope we do because I, I think there could be a lot of benefits from you know it makes people that me get feel very
0: sad because I feel like there's a whole population of especially Christians you know
1: yeah.
0: um, who are not receiving these benefits because of these stigmas and stereotypes and it's yeah it's really sad you know because they don't need to suffer
1: you know it's so funny like I I think we were just talking about this a little earlier today about the spiritual purposes that cannabis can offer and like I I you know praying and going to church and praying is like a big part of service and and how many times do people do that and are they really not paying attention to what they're praying right because they got all these different things going on in their head but like my point with all this is probably is that if you utilize cannabis these same people i think they'd probably have better sessions right better like better um you know better masses and and all those things that that you know they'd be having when they're congregating on on those days when they do that and it's just they would be more open, right? And they'd be more accepting to receiving information too. And so it just, it, it, I think it would only help uh, the Christian world and, and the religious world in general. And that's why I think we see that a lot in the historical context of right. cannabis.
2: Right. We yeah. just did an episode, like literally. We just right, did an right, episode. And we, yeah. in, in Hinduism, Rastafari, Islam, they yeah. all, they do like drinks and for thousands of years too, like this was yeah. practice where they have cannabis in it. So it's just, It's funny how we're talking about that and you're bringing it up. Yeah, that's, uh, and obviously, you know, Christianity, a lot of these religions are super against it, you know, but yeah, it's, 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 it's funny.
0: Hey man, Jesus probably smoked weed.
2: I think so too. I bet he did.
0: I (laughs) I bet he did. Native Americans, it's just such a natural plant that was given to us. So, um, I, I, you know, I want to be part of raising awareness of its benefits and, um, And breaking down some of those barriers, and and that's something that you guys are doing. So thank you so much for all of your work. Do you have any uh, more you. things you want to talk about? Yeah, I think so. I was just here along for the ride. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm gonna thank- I'm gonna take some time and do some experimenting.
1: Yeah, that's fun. That's, that's the best fun. part.
0: A little different. You
1: should you should you should you should make sure you stay in touch and let me know how that goes. Yeah, really well, we
0: everybody updated. Yeah. you are joking. Yeah, should smoke today while we do this, mm-hmm. and I was like. <laughs> Because I actually do see it more of, like, um, a spiritual thing. I like yeah. to have, I used to, like, set out all my paints, have everything ready, oh, yeah. and one hit, and get really high, and then I would just, yeah. Um, yeah. it helps you get into a flow state, and helps totally. you focus, and, not think about, you know, some of the other stresses and worries that we have no control over anyway. And especially right now with all the things happening in the world, I know a lot of the survivors and people all over the world are going through a lot of anxiety, you know, and yes. uncertainty. Yes. So, you know, if we can all just smoke a joint and chill oh. out, Yes. be okay.
1: Yes. I, I, I That is that is my hope for this, that we are yeah. all able to get to that point where we can smoke a joint and, and just totally chill out and i would say like always always tell people if you're gonna start go with cbd you can't go wrong like do it and and i would say furthermore like do at least broad spectrum like at least broad spectrum um or full spectrum cbd like tinctures edibles and and just start there and take one a day and you know you, you'll 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 start feeling a lot better for sure i, I agree
0: with that. the uh, doing a half of a dose for the tincture one because yeah I was. Yeah. Te- I'm at like a like a farmer's market, and the guy kept giving us samples.
1: Oh, nice. Goes,
0: oh. You can't get high from this, and you're not gonna feel it, because I was yeah. like, you know, it's like 10 a.m. and I haven't smoked in. <laughs> I don't want to feel anything. Yeah. So he's like, here, try this extra dose. He'd give me a whole dose. Try this one. Try this one. So it was like <laughs> seven doses of like. <laughs> The 5X, 5X. And so I started to kind of feel a little panicking because I was like, I kind of feel like a little bit high. And everyone can't get high off of CBD. And I was like, no, I definitely, I know what I feel like. No, she had time. She called me. She was like, this is the best farmer's market. I'm really (laughs) (laughs)
1: hungry. And my
0: father-in-law. I was there with my cousin's (laughs) family. (laughs) What? Oh, do they? Okay. I was going to tell you. He also (laughs) was feeling the same way. I know he was. So we crossed each other on the hiking trail and we both just started laughing. And I was like, <laughs> I feel that. It feels weird to you after all. That. I, I,
1: I think so, like, I, I think it's such an interesting point. Like, I think I think it's interesting, and we all do this, we all do this. I think it's interesting that we get anxiety from feeling the difference, right? Like, I think That's that what is what ends up happening. You get anxiety from you're like, what am I gonna feel? What am I? Go- oh, I'm feeling something, I'm feeling different. Yeah. And then like that. <laughs> right, right. But if it wasn't for the CBD, you would just go straight through the roof. You wouldn't stop. <laughs> but the CBD, like, brings you right back down. And then eventually, like, you know, you realize that. It's so
0: that interesting, really though, because it's like our change of consciousness. Like, I know you guys also talk yeah. about uh, how you practice meditation and yoga. Yeah, and Through totally. those, you can also get a natural change of consciousness. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, for millions of years, people have been doing it through plant medicine, whether it's psilocybin or, you know, different ways. Yeah. And it's like, why are we afraid of that? Like, maybe yeah. we need to explore those things. And I think that is what sometimes will give you a panic attack because you start, like, resisting yep. it. And so mm-hmm. I've been trying to realize, like, if you lean into it, yes. Maybe, yes. then maybe, you know, we get a different outcome. And so that's yeah. something that I think we should all explore.
1: It's, it's so true. And whenever... I have in my life been going through just quote unquote, like, you know, the shit, sorry, Uh excuse my language, but like, whenever I'm going through that, I I just like, I I, exactly what you just said, Tony, I lean in more because it it just kind of like breaks it up, you know, it's kind of what Mm -hmm. it feels like it's doing. If you like reject it, like it just solidifies and it gets stronger and then like comes at you harder, whatever it is that you're rejecting. Right. And so just, just being able to lean in and just get immersed in it and just Face it, you know, and that's, it's it's what seems to break it down and and just kind of allows you to just, just keep always staying like clear, really emotionally and spiritually, it seems.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. It's such a, it's such a good point. (laughs) Right. Um, I've really, I've, do you guys, do you, do you use hemp flower? This is what I wanted to ask you. Do you use hemp flower at all? I do. Okay, good. Yeah. So Lindsay, I would try maybe taking a little bit of hemp flower and then like vaporizing that if you can, that would be something I would actually try. Okay. Um, would really enjoy that. Yeah. Then you'd feel the effects immediately. It'd be really cool. Um, guys, I, I, I don't know if you had any more questions. I I haven't totally enjoyed. This is yes, fantastic. Yeah, like, yeah. I love talking about this stuff. Like yeah. this is, I think this is, this is so many reasons why people won't get involved in cannabis and it's what's holding the world back from being a better place, mm-hmm. right? When you don't get involved for bettering yourself because of fear of, of, like the consequences, right? Cultural consequences, probably more or less in your scenario. So I, I really appreciate this conversation a lot.
0: Yeah. yeah, us too. Thank you guys so much. I'll keep yeah. you updated. I'm going to try a few things. If you ever come to Denver, yes. let us know, okay, and be in touch.
1: I know. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, I haven't traveled in a few years now, but I, know. I want to start we're doing not. that soon. <laughs>
0: we're coming to Rochester eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me know if you do. we're coming to visit. Yeah.
1: I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me know. No one ever comes to Rochester, so please do. You know. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're coming. Well, you
1: guys, there's a lot of Finger Lakes out here for you to see, and you okay, know,
0: nice. a
1: lot of woods and like lakes and all that stuff. So.
0: Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Take
0: my gummy and I'll go out into the woods.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's the best. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank
0: you guys so much. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank Thank you. you. This has been a blast.